You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. Of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the Kidman Zone. The Kidman Zone. You get it? I get it. I see what you did there. I got it. I got it. Uh, everything in there is true, though, about that, the zone you're entering into. But yeah. We're going to talk today about, is it the end of Sunday school as we know it? Uh. And then talk about the little Twilight thing there for a minute, too. Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidmen podcast, a Christian-based kids' ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and light creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast. Best when you're done with your uh, Christmas game over there yet? If you need me to be. No. <laughs> We're over here doing the work of the Lord here for children's ministry, and he's oh, no. playing on his phone. Yeah. I got I to gotta get this Christmas event done. <laughs> Are you winning, though? Oh, I'm winning. No, no. Winning. Just go ahead. Uh, I'm winning. Keep going. We'll, we'll just be over here, dude. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, let, I'm here, though. Let's... See, I'm multitasking at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got. when you're in Kidman, you got to multitask. That's for sure. All right? See? Practicing. See, he's drinking a bottle of water over here. Well, if yeah. you want to but call it, it water. No, it was backwash. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's not backwash. Deer, yeah, yeah, that's it's not backwash. Deer Park, is it? This backwash. is empty when I got yeah, it. That's members, Mark. Yeah, Bottle is empty when I got it. Uh, Travis, come on now. <laughs> so, enough. Enough. <laughs> the uh, little Twilight thing there, the, the intro, if you remember that old TV show, you unlock this door with a key of imagination. Now, is that Kidman or what? Imagination. Got to use your imagination, yes. Yeah. Can we all say it together like Travis did? One, um, two, three. Imagination. Okay. And beyond oh. it is another dimension. Oh. Yeah, that's Kidman, all right. <laughs> a dimension of three-year-olds and five-year-olds and eight-year-olds. A dimension of sound. Lots of sound. Yeah. Kids laughing. And... <laughs> Tell them, Travis. Enough. Thank you. A dimension of sight. All the things you see in Kidman. And a dimension of the mind, uh, if you have one by the time you're done with it. So, and it says you're moving into a land of both shadow and, stu- and substance, of things and ideas. And when you're working kid man, you have to have things and ideas. Bless you, Alexa. Shoosh. Yeah. But we're glad to have Alexa over here. Let's give uh, Alexa uh, a shout for being here today. She's with us in the Woo! studio. See a shout? You're supposed to give uh, a shout. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Woo! Woo! She's not normally here with this on the mine podcast, was the best. but she is today. Tag along. Put the most yeah. effort into mine. And um, so you just crossed over into the Kidman zone. So a little something fun we did there. So, all right, let's talk about our topic for today. And it is episode 15 Sunday School. Is it the end of Sunday School as we know it? Now, uh, before we did this, I sent out an assignment to. Uh, those of us here today, and today we have with us today Travis Johnson yep. over here, and we have his wife Alexa, we have Justin Taylor, and I'm Randy Mockaby, and so I sent out them a little link to read something, an article on um, 
online uh, about Sunday school, and Taylor has the deer in headlights look. Did you read it? Oh, okay. I didn't read we it. Got, where's the link at? I'll be it's, honest with you. Oh, I didn't, I didn't no. see a link. Where was it's, the link at? It's how Sunday school started. Yeah, but where's the link it's at? It's actually I'm, pretty I'll interesting. Just, I literally just like... <laughs> clicked on it. There's no link it's, for me. It's a very short article. And there's, there's lots of articles like this. Yeah, I don't have it. Lexi. I, I, I she she went. She's a surprise guest. Yeah, but where did the link get sent to? I'm, I don't feel like it's a surprise guest. Was, was the link I'm, via text? I'm not prepared. Yes, it was in a group text. Yeah, it had the I'm, show notes in it and everything. So maybe it's another group text. It could be, but uh, I got like forty of them. Anywho. The uh, text, uh, the link we sent in was about an article about uh, the beginning of Sunday school and where it came from. So um, if you guys have read it, uh, Taylor's read it, and you read it, Travis? No, I don't. Even, I just found out about it. I'm reading it right uh, now. My phone's all over there. We are so unprepared. We are so unprepared. Well, I, there is two group chats, and so I was looking for it in the one, but it's in the other, and so, yeah. I'll work with what I have because in Kid Men, you have to learn how to do that. <laughs> work with what you have. So, Taylor, thank yes. you so much for, um, you know, reading the article. Doing your homework. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So, you read the article, and before I say much what it's about, what did you get out of the article? Tell us. I found out how Sunday school got started. Okay, and? Like, and it was very interesting. It was very surprising how it started. Um, do you want to give like the story? Oh, give me your yeah. Give me what you learned out of it. So I learned that um, I had a very lucky childhood because I wasn't forced to work every day of the week, even <laughs> Saturday. And since kids were forced to work every day of the week, even Saturday, um, they didn't get to get educated. And so the only day left to educate them was Sunday. And so. Um, they would go to Sunday school, and they would learn with the Bible because they would copy scriptures, and that would be how they learned to write and everything and learn to read by copying scriptures from the Bible. And so <clears throat> that's how the term Sunday school got started. And then after they grew out of Sunday school, they became teachers so that they could teach other kids in Sunday school. And since it was with the Bible, that's how it became that's how it carried over whenever the whole child labor was ended, and then they started actually just keeping Sunday school. Hmm. Give it up for her. That's pretty good, Patty. Yeah. 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 Now, for those of you who have studied uh, the uh, start of Sunday school, um, as we know it today, um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Is what I forget the date, late 1700s or early 1800s. Yes. Something like that. Both. And when this actually kind of started, um, yeah, all two of them. And the evangelist's name was Robert Rakes, I believe, was the guy who actually in, in, instituted this. It was an old English uh, institution that, that had developed. And it wasn't developed to be a Sunday school as we know it, to teach kids about God, basically. It was literally a program instituted to educate kids. And it just so happens, we're just going to use the Bible. That's what they had. So they had, and we use the Bible as our teaching tool to teach kids, to educate them. And so, best uh, thing is about that, you don't have to buy another edition every year. It doesn't change. <laughs> the same. Like, it's the same, like they do today. Yeah, <laughs> got one every two weeks. Got a new edition coming out, new version of it. So, it's like twelve science books a year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, anyway, they use the Bible as their uh, main course of curriculum. And like you heard Taylor say, they use it to write from and read from and, and whatnot. And now when America caught wind of this, that's when it really took hold. You know, we, we held on to it. And um, just kind of running through some things real quick uh, as far as the history of Sunday school. And the reason I asked is at the end of Sunday school as we know it, and this isn't the reason why I brought this topic up, but it kind of goes with it because a couple of years ago, there were some articles put out there from statistics that were made about Sunday school. And, and uh, I don't know if it included every denomination or just a group of denominations uh, in America or, or global or whatever. And they said overall, Sunday school attendance was declining for whatever reason. And a lot of reports were saying in, in Canada and European countries, Sunday school was almost down to like nothing. I mean, it's just... Kids weren't going. People weren't going to Sunday school, but in America, it held strong. And uh, in my opinion, why did why did America take hold of Sunday school and you know grab hold of it so strong like it has? Probably because we're America and we our country was founded on uh, a Christian belief system and very godly people, and we we broke away because we wanted to come to a country to worship God and and uh, you know be under His leadership, you know and and you know, acknowledge him as the one true God, and uh, we're a Christian nation. And so when this concept came about for Sunday school, it, it seems to me like when it came, like, like, wow, this is really cool. Let's let's embrace this and use it. Now, is Sunday school in itself uh, biblical? I want you guys to answer that. Throwing your curveball. To you, is Sunday school biblical? No. Yeah. I'd say so, yeah. Okay. Then you want to see what I mean when I say biblical, right? Explain your it's, show it's Bible based. Sh- show your work. Okay. It, do you have any idea from the Bible where Sunday schools derived from? No. Okay, Alex, what do you think? Yes or no? I, mean, I think like the basic principle of um, like going out and preaching to others and sharing the gospel is what. Okay. I mean, as far as kid related. Like, All right, Taylor, what do you think? I don't think so. I right. mean, of course, we should, you know, train up a child, but it doesn't really give you, like, hey, train them on this day in, in this church. setting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I it's just, it just says train up a child. Okay. Justin. Perhaps the Sabbath day. Okay. All right. It's not a trick question. I just, you know, there's no right or wrong. I guess there is in a way. But uh, when you look at the Bible... You go all the way back in the Old Testament, and yeah, tramp a child. You get your priest, your tabernacle, the Old Testament style church, and then you in the New Testament you have the Bible verse: "Forsake not yourself, forsake not the assembly uh, with others." You know, uh, don't uh, forget, don't lay that down, don't put it aside. You want to get together uh, the day of rest, like you said, and uh, also in, in Nehemiah. And I'm going to actually read some Bible verses here today. When going to read Bible verse. Now, this here, I always like this uh, portion of Scripture here. It's in Nehemiah chapter 8 because it really sets up, uh, and this is Old Testament. Now, it's not New Testament. This is Old Testament. In Nehemiah chapter 8, it says this, And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate, and they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which he commanded. So in other words, you're seeing a gathering of people coming about, and the, the law of Moses is getting ready to be read. And Ezra, the priest, brought the law before the congregation of both men and women that could hear with understanding. So he's getting ready to teach the people uh, some understanding about the scripture, about the law. 
And he read therein before the street that was before the water gate from morning until midday. So we have a time frame now. We have a gathering of people. We have a priest. We have a book of law. And now we have a time frame from morning, say, oh, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock until midday, which to us would probably be about 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now, midday back then might have been different. I don't know. I'm not theologian. And uh, jumping through here, and Ezra the scribe stood up on a pulpit. I will say pulpit. Pulpit. Pulpit of wood, which they had made for the purpose. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. In other words, he was elevated a little bit on a platform and, uh, and, and authority. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. I mean, we've been in church before, and scripture that was being read, and a pastor, preacher says, let's all stand up. We mm-hmm. all stand, okay? Um, here's some scripture for it. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. So he prayed over the message here. And all the people, people answered him, Amen, amen, with their hands, with lifting up of their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord their face, well, with their faces to the ground. So now you're seeing the people as a whole responding to the teaching of the word and worshiping. So here in essence, you see an Old Testament uh, condensed version of a church service that we do today. Okay. Now, did they call it Sunday school back then? No. Sunday school in itself was derived differently for a whole different reason, to educate kids, and it was done on Sunday. And that's what it was for. So now, uh, are we ever going to see Sunday school as we know it today die? Probably not. Now, granted, in some countries, they're not seeing Sunday school. In some places, uh, places have probably never had it like we know it and probably never will. We just, we just never know. And uh, a lot of countries, you know, are suppressed with it. They have to hide and, and, and everything uh, away when they preach the gospel in private places and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, will it die like we know it here in America? And like I say, probably not. But will it die? Sunday school, let's, let's shift all that and focus on the kids part of it. When we think of Sunday school today, we think of Sunday school classes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to talk about. Will this, will this part of Sunday school die off? And the reason I bring this up is because we're, we're very traditional with the Sunday school classroom format. We come into church on Sundays. We divvy the kids up in their age groups. They go in different classes everywhere. Okay? But now, down to the last few years, we're seeing the kids' church come in and take over the Sunday school classroom format. So in a way, it's not really killing it. It's just, it's just evolving. Mm-hmm. And so... And now, what I've done on the other hand is I've looked at uh, some other uh, places, got online, looked at some churches, and did, read some things, and seen where some churches are going beyond this. And so, I guess I'm just asking us today, without any answer, without any resolve, I don't know, I'm just bringing it up for a talking point, something to go home and go see law over, <laughs> is, is Sunday school going to change or evolve even more in the future? And I only ask that because... Some churches, few, but some of these churches are building up a whole different concept of a Sunday morning meeting. They're, they're not coming to a, a church building to spend an hour, two hours, you know, um, praying, going through their offering, uh, uh, doing their song service, special songs, and, and eloquent preaching, and all this kind of stuff, an altar service. They're coming together, and they're meeting for a little bit, have a little song, a, a brief devotion, and they pack up their stuff as a church body, and they leave their premise, and they go out into the city, and they go to, and it's, it's all preorganized, 
and they're going out to, oh, the homeless shelter. And they're going there with their supplies, with their goods, and they are feeding the hungry, feeding the, hungry the poor, and visiting people, and giving them what they have, and actually being involved in the community as a church body. It's pretty cool. So they're not focused on this, <laughs> let's see how well we can dress on Sunday, and see how good we can sing and preach, and uh, pretend we're like this the rest of the week. Let's get out and exercise what we're told to do. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're the body of the people, instead of sitting on a pew, going out and wearing their tennis shoes and putting their hands and getting involved with the community somehow. Now, it may not be like that every Sunday, but they're constantly doing some type of activity, whether it's, you know, helping rebuild someone's house or restore, you know, a, a fire damage or something, and just finding something in the community that needs attention, needs help. Uh, people in the hospital that need visiting, children in the hospital, and, and working together, you know, and not just, not just spitting it out there and, and spraying all throughout the week. They're going together as a church doing this stuff. Nice. And, and, and that's how they're, you know, that's why I, I wonder, you know, uh, what if this really catches on? You know, I don't know. I'm sure it can to some extent. I don't see it catching on here, but I, I can see where the, the cell groups have been out there a lot uh, for the last few years where people are, are, the midweek services are not at church, but they're at people's homes. That's biblical. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that, that stuff works. Uh, a lot of people enjoy doing cell groups. Uh, it takes a lot of monitoring, a lot of responsibility to keep it going because I've been involved with them. The cell groups are easy to break off. Like, hey, just watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it ends up being. You got, you, got, you got six or eight families hosting the cell groups and people get in their groups and they go to these houses and, and it's, it, it's very effective and it works and people get involved in it and you got all that. You got your you got your prayer. You got your singing and worship. You don't have all the instruments, but you're all singing a cappella, and you have got your prayer time. And someone's giving a devotion, and then they have uh, snacks prepared. And it's not long drawn out. And and a lot of people really love the cell group thing. And I guess once you get involved in something like that, you kind of get that hunger. Hey, let's take this out beyond our house now, and go to another house or go somewhere else. You know, go to like a another like a public place. Like if they don't come to you, you go to them. Yeah. The coffee shop now. The branch now. They're they're taking these cell groups into coffee shops now. It's been the rage, and it's it's. A friend of mine has has church on Wednesday nights in his uh, barber shop. Bar- oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, is is it open or is it, is it like after hours? They just, I think it's after hours. After but, hours, yeah. they just open it up in there. That's that's neat. Yeah, actually, getting it out there in the city, you know, you know, getting moving around a little bit. So, uh, yeah. So, like our college and career did that. Mm-hmm. Has been doing that for a while. They went to. The university and just one of the free zones at the university where you don't have to like worry about people, yeah, shutting you down or anything. Because good know, point, I never thought about that. Stuff. But yeah, the college campus, a lot of churches have college and career uh, campus uh, classes for years now. They're taking those uh, classes on campus, mm-hmm. and so um, <laughs> how how will Sunday school change for us? I mean, it's already evolved into a kids' church now for the most part. A lot of people still do the Sunday uh, school class. There's nothing wrong with that, and a lot of churches I've been involved with as well. We switch them. We would have the kids church on Sunday and do the the classroom format on Sunday night or Wednesday night midweek services. Uh, you can divvy up in different ages, and so whatever works for you. So um, I kind of want to throw it out there to you guys now. Uh, what do you think? How would you see kids church evolve evolving from today? And it's kind of hard because I've never really thought about it myself. But 
I just kind of wonder. It may be too far out. It may not happen. I don't know. Can you guys just give me an idea? How will you see in a big picture? Because we, we went from central classes to a kid's church format today. Um, how will it change in the next 10, 20 years? Lord willing, if we're still around, say 20 years. It's tough. Uh, that's hard to that's hard to call. It's a tough thing. I'm I'm thinking like things come full circle. Like now things from back in the day are becoming popular again. Like well, we have the church, the kid men like we're doing now, but then in twenty years it'll probably be cooler to go back to the old fashioned way. <laughs> right. That, like it could yeah. ev- evolve by by doing what used to be popular. Do, doing the same school classroom format again. Yeah. Okay. Alexa, Taylor, Justin, other one of you will just chime in. What was the question again? What, what do you think Kidman's church or kids' church, children's ministry, Sunday school will be like 20 years from now? Will it still be like the kids' church like we know it today? Or you think it will <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be separated by age group anymore. I think it's going to kind of be like we do here. Everyone's just going to be lumped together. I don't, I don't Besides think like the be, really little ones. Yeah, besides them. But I don't think it's going to be like, here's your craft, here's your snack, here's our lesson. I think they're going to maybe change away from that because it's been like that for a really long time. And some kids are starting to get bored with that. Mm-hmm. They come in there, they do the same exact thing every week. Most, I mean, most places. So like, kind of like what it is today, pretty yeah. much. But, I mean, but I even think cooler. It, it, it might, <laughs> on Mars. It'll get on more, Mars. Yes. Let's go to Sunday school on Mars. It might get a little bit more... Technological. Yep, I was getting my thought out there. Technology. Technology is going to play a big oh, part. Yeah. Like twenty Holograms. years from now, they couldn't just be watching Veggie Tales; it could be dancing with holographic Veggie Tales. You know. Yep. Very good, Justin. What do you think? I like I like the Mars aspect. So, okay, oh, then Sunday School on the Moon. Or Sunday School on the Moon. Yes. Uh, Start all back over. Mercury or Sunday School on Saturn. No, it's too far uh, away. It's too far away. We're like, that's like that's much farther in the future. We're 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 getting ahead of ourselves at this point. <laughs> but okay, I think that's the key thing though. Kind of uh, come up there is technology uh, is going to I think will be the thing that changes kids' church. But how will it change? I have no idea. Instead of flat on graphs, we'll have holograms. <laughs> holographs. Holographs. Well, okay. Is that a thing already? Yeah. It'll be one, I'll guarantee you. Yeah, we better hashtag it so we get the trademark. Massive touchscreens. Holographs. Yeah. Massive touchscreens. All the kids so, can get up there and they can All the kids screen. are in oh, virtual they, reality. We're going to go they back do that to now. biblical oh, times. There, yeah. Oh, virtual yeah. reality. Oh, virtual reality. <laughs> that, that's, VR, that, that's like legit already like a thing at this point. It's just getting the the people... The right people together in order to you mean put together an actual VR like there already got some biblical VRs out there, but they're like really really short and simple. Uh-huh. But like some extremely extensive ones like where you can version. actually be put into. You yeah. mean you mean like a like a recreated you mean mm-hmm. biblical scene? Like you're watching everything happen. Yeah, like you can go and yeah. visit you mean, and interact. Yeah, you can yeah. more or less interact with the characters and stuff you like that. You can be out on a boat and Jesus will tell you to cast your net to the other side and you'll and have awesome. to actually throw yeah. your net to the other or side. Or walk on the water. Or walk on the or water. Or get spit out of a well. Yeah, oh, wow. I mean, just think about That'd all that stuff. That'd be cool. All, the, all your favorite Bible stories meet Goliath. Oh, my oh. God. And you be David and you actually see him and will you actually say 
and do what David did. To tire them out, we'll walk around the wall of Jericho. Yeah, I walk around the wall of Jericho. That's going to be a lot of seven days. Where's Timmy? He's been walking around around the house for 10 days or seven days now. I love that new game we got. <laughs> Keep those goggles on him. Whatever you that's working. You should probably eat something. Just hand out a bottle of Gatorade as he walks by. He'll drink it. Keep going. Come around. Like you a, just have a headset. Thanks, He'll, mom. You just have a headset on. He'll just have to stop to recharge his batteries up occasionally. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, so, in the future, yeah, technology definitely take a big uh, change in, in everything. So, that's about all we can really see. And as far as changing the, I guess technology in a way would change the format to some degree as far as our segments that we do. You know, uh, right now we do segment, uh, segmented uh, services where we have our prayer and our offering game and teaching and, and uh, uh, activities or whatever. And then when you put a lot of technology in there, uh, it's going to replace some of that. And you're changing, again, you're changing the method, but you're keeping the message in there. I'm not afraid to use a technology uh, as long as it doesn't take out the message. If we can use it as a tool to deliver the message, then uh, let's use it. I mean, it's going to be there anyway. They're going to be using it in school or in, you know, in, in social life anyway. If we can use it as a tool, uh, let's use it. You know, uh, I think it'd be awesome. I've never thought about virtual reality <laughs> Just waiting on the day where for relation until we just brought it up tonight. I mean, if you it'd if be you, really awesome. If you were to stay the same, I mean, it's like you mean like kid coming from his house on like an Xbox or virtual reality or, or or a tablet or something like that, and then coming to Sunday school and he's using a chalkboard. You know what I mean? You're not going to mm-hmm. keep that kid's interest. No, yeah, you're just going. It's going to go away just like that. Oh, <laughs> then you got, and then you'll have during regular worship service you'll have kids instead of playing on tablets during church they'll be having the vr goggles on <laughs> wandering around are <laughs> they really looking at me or <laughs> or or you just, you just you just stay home and like virtual reality you know what i mean is like church you just put the goggles on you're in so church wonder, like, like is that was it wally wally Where they yeah i'll just sit at home and just I'm just yeah. waiting for the day we come to come to church and all the kids just have their own pods and they put the glass down and we just sit in the, <laughs> sit in the corner and, and okay, here's your lesson today. And, you and never know. It, you couldn't be too far see off. See in an hour. You the just, pod will unlock when you uh, yeah. pass the quiz. Exactly. <laughs> you learn to worship loud enough. Just going to heaven. We'll let you out of there. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, at, just watching a movie today with all the special effects, stimulates us. And watching a, a superhero movie and, and watching how things happen just kind of stimulates your imagination. Can, can you imagine, you know, even in a Bible movie, watching uh, any Bible movie, the, um, the the Passion of the Christ or something like that, when you watch it and, it, and it, it, how it moves you, just watching on a one-dimensional screen, you know, imagine in a virtual reality yeah. experience with something like that. You know, that stuff could probably be, you know, very powerful tools for us, you know, uh, you know, for people to experience. And, you know, again, you have to look at the creators of this equipment and the, these programs, you know, that the right stuff is put in there. Uh, again, it could be used as a, a bad weapon, you know, in wrong hands, you know, people can really mess things up, but put it in the right hands and make the right um, biblical-based format with it, these could be powerful tools. I mean, it's it could right be very convincing. Corner. It's like, whoa, 
right around the corner. They're yeah. over in um, Asia. I'm not sure exactly. Where. I want to say it's Japan because you know, let's be real. You mean they're so technologically advanced? It's not even funny. Um, <laughs> but th- it was like a it was like a video of um them testing out their their the latest VR gear that's not even on the market yet. It's not even on the market. It's all just in in, in alpha testing. Hmm. And, I mean, you're talking like I'm talking a full-size gear all the way around you, connected to your body. Anything that happens, Hmm. like you wear a suit, anything that happens in the virtual reality world, you can feel it on your your skin. You'll feel it on your skin. Yeah, Yeah, like if someone touches your shoulder, this suit will, like, yeah, pressure on I that. can't remember what it's called. Mom, the suit's called. But. Crazy. Mom says it's like the imagination station on Adventures in Odyssey. Okay. <laughs> Which is really yeah. true. How about that? That's an oldie. Yeah. Goodie. Oldie, buddy, goodie. Imagination station. Yeah. Talk about imagination. That's my Xbox that would... imagination station. <laughs> imagination. Yeah. How 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 will Sunday school change? It, it you know, Sunday school is never going to die off, I'm, and it's it's always, the methods are going to change for us and we need to be ready for it and some of us may not be around here to see those type of changes to that extreme everywhere to where it's you know affordable for everyone to have i mean you know technology comes out every day and every day goes by it gets cheaper after it comes out mm-hmm. it's expensive and a couple months down the road it's you know you can buy those vr goggles for five bucks yeah at yeah. big lots now and they work so, you know, it's just a matter of time. This stuff happens, and we integrate it with what we uh, do with kid ministry. So uh, how about curriculum? I mean, are, are we uh, going to be still using curriculum? Or are we going to be mentoring? You know, it's all kinds of things. How, how's our setting going to be? Are we still going to decorate like we do? But if it's technology and we're doing VR stuff, you know, it's all going to be focused on that, it seems like. And, you know, I mean, you still want a, a good setting and decor in the class in the kids' church environment, but uh, uh, you'll be relying on a lot of technology. But uh, I just, you know, hope we don't abuse it or <laughs> we already do. Yeah, yeah. we do. Well, yeah. It, as far as yeah, taking away. It, it, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of. I mean, like GPS, for instance. You know, yeah. I mean, Lex and I were on the way home the other day, and both of our phones were almost dead. So hurry up, get home. We're, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna. We're gonna die before we get. What are we gonna, what's gonna happen? <laughs> These folks gonna die. St- we will too. We're gonna be stranded forever. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If like the GPS network ever just crashed, there would be so many lost people in this world, like parking on the side of the road, wondering how to get where they need to get to. Right. Like, oh my lord. Riots. Would and know I how to would use a map. One of them. Yeah, she would be one of them. If it went for GPS, she would get lost. Grandpa, use this old roll map by the glove box. <laughs> I remember well, what? I mean, I never drove while using them, but there was plenty of times that I was like the assistant driver giving directions and stuff like that using road maps. It's dangerous so. using your phone. Imagine that whole map taking up your windshield. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> how can I drive with that yeah. from my steering wheel? We have technology. Ooh. That's another thing they're coming like- out with. It's like a it's <gasps> new new vehicles that are in. Like I think it's a. I want to say. Lexus that's trying to come up with them, but it's a uh, it's it's like literally like holograms that are being projected onto your windshield for GPS and oh, phone yeah. calls and stuff that's like awesome. that. Cool. So. Where cool. it doesn't obstruct your vision, but you can clearly see it, which is kind of weird. Awesome. Well, I'll kind of be like the people of Wally whenever the robots are taking over the ship and they have to use the manual and they're like Manuel. What's Manuel? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, any other closing thoughts or ideas on that before we move along here? Nope. We did had a pretty good talk on. 
Um, Sunday school on Mars. Sunday school on Mars. Yes, I like that. I'm probably gonna go cross-eyed in the future. This is CNN. Wait, what? Oh, this is SND. <laughs> Bruce Borlick, everybody. That, that's his professional news announcer voice. And now, welcome to Channel 5, late breaking news. We are live. So. Well, there's one simple trick. Save your life. More details at 11. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when they do that. I was telling her that. I was, what, what is the, is it K-Love that we always listen to? Yes. Yeah, K-Love. And like, we're like, I'm taking her to work and I'm only going to be in the car for like 10 minutes, okay? They'll be like, oh, you'll never guess what they're doing with Oreos in laboratories now. <laughs> it's like, we'll tell you at uh, nine o'clock. And I'm like, I'll be out of the car by then. Just tell me now. <laughs> Or, or they'll only tell you like half a story. The rest of the information is on our news page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, really? Just tell me. Is something I'm you're l- holding possibly life-threatening? More details <laughs> at 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, before we start pod jinx, we have a couple new introduction uh, clips here for, for Travis. Woo. Uh, Bruce Borlick has, has uh, pulled off some new introductions for us here, some voiceovers, and... Uh, uh, now, my iPad's been acting crazy today. I've been trying to do sound effects, and it's not working. And sometimes mm-hmm. it does, sometimes it don't. So, <laughs> All right, Travis, here we got uh, a couple introductions for you, and we want you to choose one of these. Now, you might like all two of them. I don't know. So <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we've got rid of the old one, okay? That's, and that's we're not using the rock and riff. It's still on file, but we're going to use one or two of these here. So Art. Uh, here we go with the first. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where corny kids' jokes never grow old. Here's your joy filled jester, Travis Johnson. Menomina. 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 So we got the Muppets version. Well, that's it right there. I I I love the Muppets. My favorite. I I think at the end of that, he should just edit in there and be humbug. (laughs) (laughs) Right at the end. And here's the uh, second one here. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx. Where corny kids' jokes never grow old. Here is your joy-filled jester, Travis Johnson. (laughs) I think I like that one a little bit better, honestly. Only if everyone does. Listen, listen, listen. (laughs) Oh yeah, put that in there. That's funny. So the Stooges are the Muppets. Only if only if everyone does that dance with the finger (laughs) finger pointing. There you go. So you know, so that, no. I, all right, the Muppets, because I don't want to like see the, that dance. I like the <laughs> <laughs> all right, so to officially open up Podjinx, we need, we'll start using the Muppets one, okay? And every so often you do Stooges or whatever if you want to. So all right. let's officially open up Podjinx. 
Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where corny kids' jokes never grow old. Here's your joy-filled jester, Travis Johnson. Okay, take it away, Travis. All right. Hold on, I got special, something special. I got this paper. You want to know what this paper is? It's called official paperwork. Is that, your, notes? Is that your jokes? Well, listen, I, you know I, I changed jobs. Jorb. Oh, yes, yes, you did. Jorbs recently. Okay. George. I got a new Jorb. <laughs> so, and then the people that uh, I used to work with, they gave me this goodbye card. And they wrote all these corny jokes in it. Did they really? Because <laughs> <laughs> corny jokes make the world go oh, around. Oh, hey, we have to get the kids in. Look at this. Oh, my goodness, goodness gracious. Wow, over there. This whole page is That's full. I mean, small handwriting, too. A full page full of I love you know, how it says, by Trader Travis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm still in the building, but I'm just in a different department. Right. Hey, kids, get on here, please. <laughs> Enough. Take it away, Travis. Okay. Um, if, the, <laughs> if these aren't any good, I got, I got reserves. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was better. What? <laughs> Have you read these before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's What's the difference between a piano, fish, and a bucket of glue? A piano, a fish, and a bucket of glue. Piano has keys. Got to be something with tuna fish, you know. <gasps> Ooh, oh. tuna fish. But I don't know what the glue is. Stick to the tune. Stick to the tuna fish. What do they all have in common? What's the difference between, oh, between the them? Difference? Boom, boom. I don't know. Everything? You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Ah, uh, you was on it. Yeah. yeah, but what the glue? Well, yeah, where's the glue, the glue coming? Uh, I, I knew you'd get stuck on the glue. Oh my god! I walked right into that one. Oh. You sure did. <laughs> that's, uh -huh. a, that's a double whammy. Right that there. is a double whammy. That's a good one. Yeah, the kids liked it. This one's old. Well, you probably know that one. How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in. There you go. Hey, wait a minute. We didn't put some music <laughs> on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I knew that one, too. All right, what do you call a fake noodle? A fake noodle? I, I know this mm -hmm. one. You do? For real? I do. I do. A lot of noodle jokes in this one. <laughs> Can you give me a hint? You can't give me a hint. It'll just give it away, won't it? It will give it away. Yeah. Spaghetti? Uh... Um, ramen. No, no, no. I was gonna say ramen noodle, maybe. A fake noodle. Fake noodle. You know phony, person? phony, phony noodle. Wait, so wait till the Fo thing's over, then you. Phony, phony macaroni. Yeah. Uh, phony <laughs> macaroni. Uh, phony macaroni. Phony macaroni. Oh, that Lexa, she's so phony. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. 
an impasta. Uh, I like mine right. better. Phony macaroni's better. <laughs> Phony macaroni. <laughs> Phony macaroni. Fake noodles. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, There's two answers to that one. We got one of them. Get <laughs> a half point, if anything. Yeah. Oh. All right, got another one? Well, I think all the other ones on here are... I mean, they're not. Um, What do you get when you cross a vampire and a snowman? Vampire and a snowman. I'm completely baffled on this. Vampire and a snowman. Okay, so we have a vampire, we have. Count We're Dracula. We're trying to count Dracula. Fangs. He's got fangs. Okay. Fangs. <laughs> fangs. fangs. Icicles. Uh, fangs. Oh, oh, oh. Fangs. No fangs. No fangs. <laughs> Frostbite. Oh. oh. <laughs> that is a good one. I have another Frostbite. one that's not on Ace. here, but I just really... I just really love it so much. <laughs> All right, you get to replace another that one. one, with one more. Another one. Another one. Yeah, another I just one. love it. I just love one it. Last one. <laughs> what do you What do you call a pile of cats? <laughs> <laughs> a pile. I like the game Exploding Kittens, by the way. Is that good? It. Yeah, and they they had me at Exploding Kittens. <laughs> I've always seen that at tar- at Target. It's so fun. It. Yeah, we played it. During Christmas. What do you call a pile of cats? Yeah. I love, I love this one. I love it so much. Makes the world go around. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> Obi. Calm down, buddy. Obi. Bee liner? <laughs> I don't know. What? Instead of a, a mountain liner? lion, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one. I don't, I don't Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready for the answer? I don't, think you're, I don't think you're ready for the answer. Okay. A mountain. A mountain. Meowton. I'd have never come up with that one. <laughs> it's my favorite of all time. Oh. It's your favorite of all time. <laughs> because it's so stupid. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I like that. What was the first? What was the first one? Oh yeah, the uh, the, the the fish glue. Yeah. Isn't that the name of a See, I've heard album? That. What's the name of an album? Who I don't know who it is. But there's it has a piano tuner and a fish on the cover of it and said so you can t- tune a piano but you can't tune a fish what about the glue I've heard that I knew you get stuck on the glue someone had the bucket of glue on there and that really that yeah changes. that's where it gets you it over the top yeah it does adds more to it so I made a good joke gooder so. many much gooders yes alright anything else that's it anything else you <laughs> said excuse you Travis it's okay it's alright uh oh that's, that's all I got alright let's get out of here and uh, thank you all for being with us today and look us up on SoundCloud and iTunes and our Facebook page, SND Kidman, the website, SNDKidman.com and uh, go to SoundCloud and iTunes and like us, give give us a review and uh, tell us how much you really do love us. Like us even. Or or not. We're a one, give us a three, you know. We don't have to know any difference, so it'd be great. So thanks for being with us and we'll uh, talk to you later. Everyone say bye. I can't love you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Sayonara. Alexa, what's the temperature? It's freezing. <laughs> That's not Alexa. You changed your voice. Alexa's, Face hurts. It's Alexa's busting. Face hurts is the temperature. <laughs>
killing me too. Oh. Oh, I had to. Oh. Had to. Shots fired. Get out of the cover. <laughs> Oh, someone turn it off. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the Kidman Zone.